have you heard? The bird's the word. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. This show is brought to you by Section 336. We're bringing you the show by ourselves because we want you to go check out section336.com and there's a little store icon on there. Click on that store. We put some new shirts up, coffee mugs, some other stuff. Check it out. Uh, help us by buying. You buy stuff on there and you help us out. Plus, it's some cool little uh, Orioles memorabilia. Check that out. Behind home plate, we bringing it to them all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. We bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Now, here come the boys from Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages. Welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt. I, I've been waiting all week to talk to you about Mickey. About who? Mickey. Mickey Mickey, Mickey who? You know who. Not that Mickey. Okay. No. Mickey Janice. I know we normally don't jump straight into baseball talk, but do you know who Mickey Janice is? No idea. All right. Seven days ago, I had no clue who Mickey Janice was when we recorded last week. But on Tuesday of last week, this guy named Mickey Janice went on Twitter, where he's got a verified Twitter account, and typed in and posted, thankful for the Mets organization for giving me a second chance at affiliated baseball and all the opportunities. Oh, yeah, I know this guy Excited is. to take my knuckleball yes. to the Orioles organization and continue to chase my gene, dreams. We got a knuckleballer. We got a knuckleballer. You know I love knuckleballers. Yes. So I saw that on Tuesday. I said, I, I said I, it doesn't even say if it's a minor league deal, if it's a major league deal, what his deal is. Uh, but it's a knuckleballer, so I was like, I'm all on. Let's uh, find me a Janice jersey. Let's make this thing happen. Yeah, I got a feeling this is going to be a Bowie Bay Sox situation if you want to see him pitch. I don't think he's getting a major league invite. But, How about uh, but so? yeah, we, right. we got, I, I think you're right, too. And I'm surprised Mike Elias, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm surprised he would go for a knuckler. Yeah, I don't know how knucklers fall into all that uh, analysis. I, I, but I also don't really know how analytics fall into pitchers either. Well, I know Michael Elias likes pitchers who can throw that four-seam rising fastball, and I don't think the knuckleball does that. No, no, quite the opposite. But what's always been my argument for a knuckleballer is you bring them in after the guy that's throwing the four-seam fastball, and you mix, every, you mix it up. You just yeah, throw everyone dude. off rhythm, and I like it. Especially I, with everyone throwing harder and harder. I mean, right. that's how Dr. Who got a save? Exactly. Uh, and who's no longer on the team, right? Oh, my. Didn't Dr. Poo Poo get DFA'd this week? He did. He did. We lost a couple good ones this week, I haven't actually. Seen... <laughs> lost a couple fan favorites. Uh, yeah, we did. Lost a few people. And I, you know what? I don't know if we've technically lost them because I haven't seen other teams pick them up. There is. I would be. And everyone's outraged about uh, Stevie Wilkerson being DFA'd. Yeah, I don't care. 
first of all, he's not that good at baseball. But right. secondly, he, there is zero chance. Okay, there is 1% chance, 0.001% chance that another team wants Stevie Wilkerson on their 40-man roster. So it, it's almost certain that he will be he will clear waivers and be sent to AAA. And I think the same is true with um, Brandon yeah. Klein. Now that one that one bothers me more because I do as much as I like the knuckleballers. In order to have a knuckleball work, you need the guy throw ninety eight ahead of him. Yeah, but Josh, if you throw ninety eight, but you have no idea where the ball's going, does it really matter? We've all seen this in movies. You get him a pair of glasses. You get him a catcher that's really into pornography for some reason, mm-hmm. and and it all works out. Is that how that works? Well. Again, but I think we have a total Dr. Poo situation with Brandon Klein, too. Just put the in two that, together? Well, in that he's – I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. I mean, I was, I was surprised. No, I so, went back and someone's going to pick him up just because everyone thinks if you throw the ball hard, we can fix you. Okay. He had an ERA of seven. And I, I was surprised because I thought maybe he was a little bit younger. He's 28, so he's not – I know he just made his major league de- debut last year. But he's 28. He's no uh, spring chicken. And the two guys that we picked up, Pat Faleka and Travis uh, Lakins for those two DFAs, they're just guys who make perfect sense. Travis Travis Lakin um, is a guy from the Red Sox, who the Red Sox just didn't have room for, but looks to be a decent pitcher. He's only 24 years old, has a little bit of major league experience, not much, um, but... Looks like a competent major league pitcher and still 24. So he's going to be somewhere either long reliever or fifth starter. Um, depending, we, we got a lot of those guys now, long reliever, fifth starters. Right. Um, and then Pat Vileka makes sense. Here's a guy we picked up before. He's had an interesting offseason, right? Because in October, we picked him up. Then in January, we dropped him. Then Arizona picked him up. Then now here at the end of January, Arizona dropped him again. Then we picked him up. So he, we had him at the beginning of the month. Now we have him at the very end of the month going into February. But he's a, he's a middle infielder. He's played shortstop, second base, third base, first place, even played a little bit outfield. Right. So he's kind of the Stevie Wilkerson type, except a little bit better than Stevie Wilkerson. Yeah, a cheap Ryan Flaherty. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, I would argue he's better than Ryan Flaherty, but people might attack me. Didn't your boy have the same issues last season with like during the offseason being signed on like three different teams? I was Hans Alberto. Yeah, your boy. Yeah, I don't know why he's my boy, but Hans Alberto had the yeah, similar situation. Yeah, I like Hans Alberto, so you can call him my boy. I'll own that. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought you were. You liked the uh, the batting average and his plate attempts. Yeah, because baseball is boring, and he makes it entertaining. He just swings all the time. I'm a fan of that. All right, and we'll get to some more. Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, look, look at this. Jumped in the Orioles and talk in the first thirty seconds of the show. Yeah, 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 no, well. I don't, I don't know if don't that's know a good thing there. or a bad thing, but it got it happened. Yeah. But those were the two, I guess, significant things. I mean, the, the, the other big news, and this is like the Super Bowl for Josh. A lot of people watch the Super Bowl, and like, Josh is all about taking off the next day of work after the Super Bowl, too, which I don't really get that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, but, I said the complete opposite. I'm with Toby. I, know, I, I stand with Toby. Yeah, Not you like Toby. Jay-Z. Um, the, but the, the whole, but Josh's Super Bowl is not, didn't happen yesterday. Josh's Super Bowl happened today with the release of the Orioles promotional calendar. So we're going to get to the promotional calendar later. <laughs> I do have some thoughts on the calendar. Uh, I'm sure notice, you do. notice they don't, re- they didn't release any pictures with it. 
Yeah, Definitely. I feel like they never do. I, I don't know if those things exist, but we'll break it down item by item. But let's first talk about the Super Bowl, Josh. All right. Uh, yeah, great game. I wish I, uh, I wish I bet some money on it because it was kind of predictable that the Chiefs were going to come back. It's what they've done in every playoff game. So um, good for the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, that that's one of those weird games where it happened, I think, like a lot of people predicted it would happen, in that it would come down to can Jimmy Garoppolo, like, Keep up. can he be the guy to really lead the 49ers when he needs to at the end of the game? Because we know Mahomes can. And sure enough, at the end, Jimmy Garoppolo was unable to lead his team also, some questionable play calling. Why people go away from the run in big games blows my mind every time. You think they would have learned the lesson by watching the Ravens? Oh my gosh! And like Garoppolo, I thought the Fortnite is like Garoppolo never throws, and now all of a sudden he's throwing on second down, throwing on third down every time. When you have a a ten point lead with twelve minutes left, it, it was. Very surprising. I, I anyway, did, I did enjoy his late in the game when he was trying to avoid getting sacked, and he did the two-handed overhead throw, like like a soccer player throwing the ball in. Did you see that one? Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. trying to get it out of the pile and not get sacked. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a pretty though clean game. It was entertaining football game. It moved pretty quickly. Um, I was I loved it. I was in bed by 1030. It was fantastic for me in my bedtime hour. Right. The big pass um, interference call was just obvious. So there was no yeah, question was, about it. It was like, oh, yeah, no that's que- what it is. There wasn't a lot of penalties. There wasn't a lot of questionable calls. There wasn't a lot of there wasn't any dirty hits or anything. So it was pretty like the NFL must be happy that it was a pretty. Yeah. Non-controversial game. Did you see Terrell Suggs at all during the game? No, I have not um, either. He, he got yeah, the Super Bowl ring. I don't think he made as, an impact. As a Raven fans, how do we feel about a the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, and how do we feel about Terrell Suggs getting another Super Bowl ring? Uh, well, we were both cheering for the for the uh, Chiefs, and I mm, fine. I, I'm cheering. To, I feel like you had, right, word. you had to pick one. I never clapped. Like I didn't go. Like I didn't, wasn't going the oh, oh, oh whatever they do. They're a little I racist. I think that's racist. Yeah. I never did that. I never clapped, right. but yeah. I was like. I was okay with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I preferred the Chiefs over the 49ers. Yeah, I think I did. And I think, it's, I think it's more of just appreciation for Pat Mahomes being such a good quarterback and Andy Reid. And, like, yeah, kind of wanting Reed. to see Andy Reid win it um, versus a kid over in San Francisco with Shanahan. But were you thinking, Josh, and here's my thinking. Yeah. I still believe this. If I were to do power rankings of the NFL. I still think we can beat the, four, beat the Chiefs. I think Ravens one, 49ers two, Chiefs three. I would still no. even give it the Super Bowl. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I get it. I would still have those rankings. Why? Why would? How can you put the 49ers second when both the Ravens and the Chiefs beat the 49ers? Well, yeah, I know, but as you remember, and Mahomes, I know Mahomes won the MVP, but Mahomes is not great. And people say, well, look at Mahomes' struggle. No, no, no. Like, the, the 49ers are a great defense. So I think you got to give props to the great defense that the 49ers have. And if they would have, you know, and they were field goal away from beating the Ravens, and if they would have um, just run the ball at the end of the game, I thought they had the – I mean, for three quarters, they outplayed – for more than three quarters, they outplayed Mahomes. Mahomes did a little Mahomes magic for 10 minutes, and they won the game. Yeah, I still think, that's like – that's been the entire playoffs. Right, but – The difference is Mahomes plays four quarters of football. All right, but this is really not about – but my, my point is I still view the Ravens 
yes. as the most talented and best football team. I know we lost, and I, I've accepted that, but I still think we're the best team in the NFL. Um, yeah, uh, Ravens-related, I guess, first Suggs. Do you would he wants to play probably one more year? I don't know why you want to just retire and go on top. Would you welcome him back in Baltimore for a final year? Yeah, if, about him getting a Super Bowl ring first off, I don't care. I'm not like I'm not even happy for him. I don't care. Like I wasn't rooting that Terrell Suggs would get another Super Bowl ring. Like whatever, I don't care. Here's what I, like. I mean. You know what I like about maybe it? maybe it was his first ring, but I don't know. I don't care. I like about it that in say six, five, six years, whenever they're doing the Hall of Fame voting. It'll come up as a stat, two two Super Bowl rings, and that that'll he seems like he's already an obvious like immediate Hall of Fame vote, but that's just another stat he that can be on his title, and I'm I like that happy for him there. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I mean I think he he now has the same number of Super Bowl rings as Jimmy Garoppolo, so I think that's true. No, Garoppolo has only uh, did he get two at, at New England. I think he got two as a backup. I think it was just one. I think it was just one as a backup. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he's stuck around that long. All right, then, uh, looking at Mahomes compared to Lamar, I didn't add in the show notes, Lamar and John Harbaugh this week won their officially won Coach of the Year and then a unanimous MVP uh, vote for um, Lamar Jackson. No surprise. No, no surprises there, right? Uh, no, uh, a little surprised that it was unanimous. But besides that, because you know there is a big Russell Wilson's better contingent out there. Um, but I wonder, will he follow in the Mahomes uh, footsteps of MVP, cover of Madden, win a Super Bowl, back to back years? So yeah. I, I, well, I put that up there with the with the stat that every time. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. The Orioles win the, the World Series the next year. Uh, yes, put up there yes I saw that. Uh, yeah, I think there's a better chance of Lamar winning, winning the Super Bowl than the Orioles winning the World Series this year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But no, I mean, it's, I think it sets up a nice matchup next year. When we, we'll have to see what happens with Tom Brady. But if Tom Brady le- 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 leaves the Patriots, and even maybe with Tom Brady there, it's hard to see them competing with the Chiefs and the Ravens. Right. And so it looks like, and according to the Vegas odds already, the Super Bowl favorites are first the Chiefs at, at one to seven and then or seven to one and then then the Ravens at eight to one odds. So so yeah, I, I think it's it sets up a nice rivalry between the Chiefs and the Ravens for hopefully years to come right. with two great young quarterbacks. I saw today that both the uh Las Vegas Raiders are going after Tom Brady, and I saw that the Patriots are willing to offer him, pay him thirty million for one year to, to come back for another year. Seems like a lot of money, two million dollars yeah, a game. Yeah, but um, with Tom Brady, it's never really been about the money, right? Like he's always taking pay cuts. Right. He's married That's to a true. person who makes a lot more money than than he does, so it's never been really about money. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. So you 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 saying you're kind of like Tom Brady? You can relate. It's not about the money. You're married to someone no, that a, makes more money than you. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I you, know. You trying this to call like, yourself Tom Brady? I'm not trying to say I, I'm like a multi Super Bowl champ, billionaire, but I don't know. My wife does make more than me. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. The but speaking of Tom Brady, did you like his Super Bowl commercial? Uh. Oh, it was the Hulu thing. The Hulu, uh, that's it was, what it was got, forgetful. 
the picture on Twitter got everyone talking. It turns out it was just a ad for Hulu commercial. Yeah, but then he, I thought we all knew that it was it, had, it was a commercial. Te- it was a commercial tease. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought so. Maybe not. But then I found out later. I found out later too. Like a lot of people have already seen some of the Super Bowls that they're. Sh- I mean, some of the ads that they're showing. Well, well yeah, that's a thing since the internet started. That was new <laughs> that to they me. released the commercials that. early. Uh, but I made a point of not watching the the commercials ahead of time. In the past, well, in the past, could, I've so. got to run like an event or something, so I'll test check them out. This year, I was like, I'm just going to enjoy this and not check them out. Dude, what was your favorite ad? Okay, I have them ranked. All right. I I love the commercials. I thought the commercials last year were a little bit better, but still solid commercials See, this I don't, year. I don't remember anything from last year. Oh, you don't remember Stella Artois? Fine. I oh, thought I this did, year. Yeah, that was fine. Nothing special. I thought this year the production quality went up. The um, quality of celebrity, the number of celebrities and actors was yeah. through the roof this year. And I and and suddenly we're allowed to have comedy in commercials again. Yes. I felt like that went away and came back this year. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a little bit less less safe. And the ones the commercials that were trying to stay woke, I thought those were the ones that actually like fought flat. Right. Like the Olay, was it Olay with the with the going up into space? Yeah. Well, then that one didn't make sense to me because they're showing how like the girls are really smart and help girls go to space and then the girls hit the eject button. And even so before like, that, like they were talking about like not being able to find the keys. It was just showing right. them as incompetent. Which is normally, well, I mean, yeah. it, I guess it's fair that they're treating them like they treat like white dads on TV. Yeah, it I guess all, so. it was all the same tropes. You think they would go against those tropes, but right. whatever. Um, but 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 no, my my top three. I'll, I'll calm down. All right, I'll, number th- number three was the Cheetos MC Hammer can't touch this. I enjoyed that one. I like that one. Yeah, reminded me of the old uh, Adams Family, Adams Groove music video with MC Hammer and his head bouncing around all over the place. Had a little flashbacks to that. Yeah, and those Cheeto fingers, you're really, you are, it's true. You, you, you can get out of any situation if you just show them that Cheeto's finger. Nobody wants those Cheeto's fingers anywhere near them. I also, so. I also feel like MC Hammer shows up in a Super Bowl commercial video every few years. Yeah, it's true. Like, like, and he's he must be two hundred years old. Is that really him, or is that just some kind of computer representation of him? Well, it's either CGI him or plastic surgery him. Yeah, I believe. He still got some moves. All right, though. number two, Doritos dance duel: Sam Elliott versus Lil Nas X. Okay, I I missed that one. I I saw it kind of out of the corner of my eye. I was doing something else, and uh, but I do like Sam Elliott. And Lil Nas X, that's a catchy tune. Um, so, so, and they were yeah. just doing a duel and the horses got involved. It was, it was cute. I'm get, and something with his mustache, right? Oh, even the, even the mustache was, Sam Elliott's mustache was dancing. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I don't know. I can't tell you whether or not that's a good number two, but right, uh, we'll go but, check it out. But you're missing, you're missing my, I think you're missing my favorite one. What's your number one? Smart park. All right. All right yeah. Smart park. Smart park's my favorite too. Yeah, I, I like it that. Remind, you know what reminded me? You mentioned uh, reminded you of the MC Hammer. It reminded me of the old Southwest airline commercials where they would advertise at during Oriole games to go to Boston. They would do the whole dollar for a tonic. Uh, right, the concert right. was wicked hardcore, like practice near Boston yeah. for a, a plane trip. Yeah, it, it, that one just made me think. It reminded me of an SNL bit. Yes, it was just it was like one of those. Uh, what do they call it? Where they do the the pre recorded thing on SNL, uh, short. 
SNL yeah. short. It reminded me of one of those. Uh, late. And in I the, like the big poppy uh, cameo. Cameo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it was great. Uh, the one you didn't mention that was one of my favorite and probably in my top three is I really liked the Jeep Groundhog Day. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Snicker Hole. So I'm no, glad you. No. The... I don't. I didn't understand Snicker Hole. I don't think either. That, I didn't, reason, either, so I didn't I know what like... was going on with that yeah. one, but I really liked the movie Groundhog Day. So I loved that Jeep commercial with all the references and bringing back the old actors and everything. I enjoyed that yeah. one. I thought that was really well, well done as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one. Some of the commercials, like, I got to be honest, like, I've never been into, like, culturally knowing what's, like, celebrities and music and stuff. And I just, like, I'm further evidence where I knew, like, there were people I should know, but, like, I didn't know who they were. Like what? Like, there was one I found out later, the guy doing the Bud Light seltzer or whatever is Post Malone. Did you know who that was? I know. Who, uh, yeah, I know who Post Malone is. But if you saw him in a commercial, like I recognize the name, but if you saw him in a commercial, would you recognize, oh, that's Post Malone? Yeah, he's got all the tattoos on his face. Okay, yeah, he does. Um, he's, pretty, he's pretty recognizable. What was yeah, the, I got uh, the John, Le- I like John Legend in anything, so I like that commercial. I like, with John, I like Legend John Legend. And his yeah. wife. Um, yeah. What was the worst commercial? Oh, yeah, there's only one. Tide? No, because Charlie's, Charlie's in there. It was a bad commercial, but Charlie's in there, and you love Charlie. Yeah, yeah, but it was annoying every time it came on. Yeah, I didn't mind. I thought the first version, the first one was pretty good. The rest, yeah, we're like we're done with you, Charlie. No, uh, I thought the worst was this whole baby peanut nonsense. Oh yeah, I don't. Is that like a quick like? Oh, everyone loves baby Yoda, and before they loved baby Groot, let's throw in a baby peanut. Well, and on Twitter or social media, or whatever, there's a video before that came out like a couple weeks ago of Peanut dying. Right. But there was this whole dramatic thing where Peanut died. But then in here, it's just like, oh, Peanut's fine again. Right. Like, why didn't they make it like they tried to make it like a Groot thing where Groot dies and then comes back as a baby. But it's still the same Groot. Like, yeah, it, it should be it a new Peanut. Been, yeah. Plus, plus, I'm afraid to search the hashtag baby nut. It's kind of a weird name. Like I, 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 it's whoever played out. Hey, we're gonna go with Baby Nut. It was kind of weird. Well, you got to be. I mean, in, in any nut advertising, I would imagine you're, 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 you're limited in your options, without yeah. turning up inappropriate things. Uh, of course, of course, I get that. Uh, avocados also stupid. I'm tired of those. Oh, I thought that was kind of funny. A little carrier for the avocado. <laughs> no, I'm so done with avocados. I uh, like. I liked. I thought halfway through the commercial, I thought it was a great commercial, and then by the end, I it was, was like, really eh. long. Yeah, it was too long. But the first part with him carrying it around, like in a little baby carrier, in the what? What do, what do you call that? A um, bourgeois? No, what's no, that uh, called? The, the, I don't. Uh, it's been too oh, long. Be uh, is the Swedish yeah. word. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Vagabond. A bourbon. Right. It's uh, a, uh, uh, bourgeois. Bourgeois. There it is. Yeah. I don't know why but we anyway, need to have a foreign word funny. for but baby yeah, carrier. A too long. Yeah. Uh, I, think- I, I bet you, yeah, but you also liked, I'm sure that, here's another guy I didn't get. I don't understand who this guy is. The guy in the rocket mortgage commercial was like shredding his body as he was going to his house, like taking off parts of his body. Oh, no, I like that. Well, I forgot about that one. That one was good too with, uh, yeah, with who's that guy though? It's, the, it's Aquaman, Jason Samoa. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea who that guy was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I liked how I liked how the the skinny arms still had the tattoos and everything. But skinny. What about what about the Google commercial? 
There was a Google commercial. Yeah, about grandma. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That's one of those pull at your heartstrings ones. Yeah. So I, that's when I got up to get some more wings. Yeah, that's one where I'm like, I saw that and I said, oh, that's. I at first I was like, that's cool, and then I said, wait a second, Google just wants more information about me so I can get advertisements saying, oh, we know you love your grandmother. She would really like if you bought this. Yeah, and that's so. the one I'm gonna bust out. Um, in class when we're talking about rhetorical devices and we talk about appealing to one's emotions right some pathos right there well the emotion ones that i the one the emotion one that i did like and i don't even remember what it was it might have been for insurance or something that was doing the five love languages did you see i don't know that one oh yeah there was a there was an emotional one about like defining the five different love languages Mm. and, uh, and five different ways to love and stuff and i thought that was a good one it might have been for health. It might have been for health insurance or life insurance or something. I don't remember. And I thought Alexa was pretty good too. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't realize this. I saw Alexa early because it's all over my Twitter. Oh, oh okay. I didn't you know, realize, m- Mister. I didn't know people can watch Super Bowl ads at a time. But I didn't realize that Alexa ad was going to be a Super Bowl ad. So then, when I saw Alexa Super Bowl ad, it was disappointing because I'd already seen it on 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 the That's- the. Twitters. That's or why. That I, one of my- that's why I avoided it. This happened yeah. like ten years ago, where they started posting the ads ahead of time, and I feel like that takes all the joy and fun out of a Super Bowl commercial. But this was didn't even happen. I didn't have to go look for it. It was in my like promoted Twitter thing. Yeah, because they uh, they paid for it. The promoter. Why it. would they pay for it before the Super? I don't. know. So you would watch it ahead of time because it's a commercial and because. No one can keep it in their pants. They got to release it as soon as they can to try to get it ahead of time. Let people, because you know you're going to see it a thousand times this week. Like, I wish people would just wait. Uh, did yeah. you enjoy the halftime show? Yes. The music or the crotch shots constantly? Well, here's my thing I love Shakira. I think she's an international superstar. When I was in Tanzania, you heard Shakira all the time. And I like that like, Waka Waka song. Yeah, that Waka Waka song, Hips Don't Lie. I think she's I think she's fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was cute that she wore the same outfit as the Zootopia character that she plays. Yeah, the llama. That was pretty funny. Right. Yeah, the llama. Did you um, I, I like the Puerto Rico flag? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool shout out to to, to Puerto Rico, especially being in Miami. I didn't the J Lo thing made me a little bit uncomfortable. Just because it was, there was some, you know, some some uh, little shady business going on with with, with Jennifer Lopez, and I, I normally would would be all about it, like I would be all about the innuendos, but she's fifty. It felt a little <laughs> bit like uh, like she could be my mother here, like she's yeah. for a lot of people watching, she's old enough to be their mother or grandmother. I don't want to see that from you, honey. Yeah, you know what bothered me, and it's silly, but it, what bothered me is her first outfit was so small that the second outfit was coming, like, poking out. So mm. I, from a, a stage presence, You were looking a little more closer than I was, yeah. No, I, I, no, I was just, like, distracting. Like, knowing you saw that and you're like, oh, well, you're trying to cover the second outfit, but the second outfit is not as skimpy as the first outfit, so it's poking out. So that annoyed me. Um, I didn't realize how many hits J Lo had. I have for, I had forgotten. That's true too. I when J Lo was hearing those songs, I was like, oh yeah, that's J Lo. I I forgotten right. those songs too. Because all those songs were when we were in high school. She's been an actress basically since. Um, 
a little creepy about uh, A-Rod and posting to Twitter. Way to go. Great job. Because, again, that's where I take a step back and be like, would I want to cheer my wife on for dancing like that in front of millions of people? Well, and didn't her daughter come on the stage? Wasn't that her daughter yeah, sang with her? Yeah, and that seemed a little odd, too. Like, I know I, I, I have a – as a white man who's, a, who's raising all girls – I find it a little weird to to be able to look at that halftime show as a girl power demonstration. Okay, you, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I think it's just more. You don't think it just represents normalized kind of I don't know dancing I, and singing in our society. Uh, it does, but that doesn't mean as a dad i'd rather not have so much uh sexualization of a woman at a general super bowl all a all ages family friendly thing like i yeah. can see j-lo in that hustler movie and take the girls to that if i want the girls to see that yeah i mean so, after watching that i would imagine and my son was really into it josh i don't know if your if your kids watched it but i would imagine you would have to uh, explain to them about the birds and the bees after watching that uh, halftime show. Yeah, right. I am glad I didn't have a uh, 15-year-old boy sitting at home with me. Yeah. But my two-and-a-half-year-old, he was all over. He loved it. But, again, I would be more concerned, and this is just my opinion, I am more concerned with Silas as opposed to the halftime show. Now, he's too young to even you know, get the innuendo. But I'm more concerned about him watching grown men be violent and hit each other than I am about some halftime dancing. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's a little different. Uh, not sure. But it was. It's just different it when I think of like. Right? On Fox at, and it wasn't, uh, this isn't happening at like 1130. Like, it's, right. this is and a family kind of event, the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So it was a little and, bit it's, and it's weird because, what's it been, 15 20 years since the Janet Jackson thing and, yeah. and, and Timberlake. So they kind of stepped back and it was like they weren't doing that. So it was a little uh, surprising. I, well, it wasn't surprising. Like I expect all the hip and butt movements. That's yes. to be expected when it's, you got J-Lo and Shakira. It's the and I was all about that. But it, it's, the, it's the camera so close to the crotch and the hands in the crotch and yeah. all that. That was a little weird. Yeah, I guess that's right. It, it might have even been more the camera angles than the dancing itself, right? Right, right. Oh, yeah. Right. The dancing, I understand. It's just there's different ways to broadcast it and different also, things to focus on. Yeah. Also, I had no idea who the rapper was. Did you? Uh, did, uh, no. no. I thought he looked a little silly. No, myself. I did not. Um, I teach your own. <laughs> I, I preferred uh, Shakira uh, sticking her tongue out at the camera or <laughs> whatever she was doing. Yeah, apparently that's um I was looking at it. I was reading about it. That's some um, apparently some people are claiming it's like a shout out to her Lebanese father cuz it's some kind of Le Lebanese I don't um, know. I love move the, or something. I love that people try to read into the halftime performance like it had meaning and like oh, they was yeah. anti-Trump or it was this or all those all yeah, those, the Puerto Rican flag and yeah. The Puerto Rico flag is about Trump and and the ball things are cages to represent the cages at the wall and it's pro-immigration yeah. or whatever i don't i don't care about politics the the songs were great i would prefer some less camera angles yeah 
I, I can I can get behind that. But you I, know what? It's, all that. it's more than we've talked about a halftime show in a while. So. Yeah, I mean, my favorite Music all-time halftime good. show was when Katy Perry came on in a freaking mechanical tiger. I agree with that, that's, but that's my number two. Beyonce's got to be number one. Oh, yeah. Just because of being there. Two, two, 2012, absolutely. Right. 13, right? Well, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, it was, <laughs> okay. The 2012 season, it actually occurred, yeah, in 2013. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, uh, you going to miss uh, football, or are you hopping on the XFL bandwagon? No, I'm not watching the XFL. Come on, and get I on don't, the XFL. I'm not going to really miss football. Get on the XFL. I really want to get into the XFL. I'm going to try. No, gonna... I got NBA and college basketball to watch. That, that's what I'm all in, NBA and college basketball now. All right, well, yeah, Maryland's actually been playing pretty good lately, so that's been fun. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm not even – like I'm following Liberty pretty closely. I'm not getting excited about Maryland at all because Maryland will break your heart every time. So they're not sure. getting my hopes up. Like uh, Tur- Turgeon has fooled me too many times. Mark Turgeon, you will not get my hopes up. I can, I can understand that. Uh, did you see this thing that the NBA is doing uh, for their All-Star game as kind of a tribute to Kobe or I guess as a tribute to Kobe? So yeah, so, I meant to get all the math teachers in my school together to help me break this down, and we worked on it for about an hour on the problem. We still couldn't figure out what the NBA was doing. Well, no, it's simple. It's really simple. So okay, explain to me. All right, all right, first three quarters scored like normal. At at the start of the fourth quarter, whatever team has the lead. So let's say the it's let's say the score is uh well is seventy to eighty. All right, going into the fourth quarter, you add 24 points to the, to the team in the lead, and that's the target score. So now it's 70 to 80, and in order to win the game, there's no clock. It's first team to 104 wins. So forget the clock. No need to foul or anything because you're not playing against the clock, and you don't want to foul because you don't want them to score points. It's first team to 104. And I, I like that. I think, the, I think they should bring it to college. I think they should do it constantly in the NBA. It doesn't have to be somehow come out with a target score. I know they've played with this at like the, uh, what's the spring, spring ball? What is it in Vegas? Summer ball? Summer sure. league? Yeah, I think they yeah, played the summer with league. it there. And the I love, G League. Yeah, I love this concept of like, Late in the game, fourth quarter, they set a target, and whoever gets to that, it's like the old pickup where you're playing and you're like, all right, next, uh, we're going to play the 10 now or something. I like the idea of setting a target score. Okay. I guess it's, I mean, apparently this happens in a lot of rec leagues and stuff, and so I guess so. I mean, I don't, I mean, it is. I didn't, I, I read about it and I couldn't understand it. I mean, it's as simple as that as, as a target score at the end. And if you have the lead after the first three quarters, then you're closer to that target score. So I, 24 points. Well, for the All-Star game, they're doing 24 points. But the All-Star game, they score like mad. That, that'd be done in seven minutes of, of the fourth quarter. Right, right. And it, I don't know if 24 is the right number for if they were to carry this on, but I like it. I like the idea of, of it's not like it'll speed up the game a little you definitely won't have the Fallon, so it would be a huge help in college basketball uh, and then NBA playoffs. But I, I don't know. I like the idea of, of target scores. 
And it, it does right. remind me a little bit more of like just street ball pickup games, stuff like that. All right. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to watch the All-Star game anyway, so I don't really care. Right. That's the problem is it's at the All-Star game. I'm just saying. Well, actually, yeah, I might watch some of the Kobe Bryant tri- tri- tribute stuff. But, yeah, when the game starts, I'll probably turn it off. Yeah, that, well, that was, that was some special tributes this past week. Yeah, it's cool stuff. So. But I might turn it on the fourth quarter if it's not too late to, uh, to check that out. Yep. All right. You want to get into some Orioles stuff? Yeah, we gotta get we gotta hurry up and talk about these promotions so we don't run out of time. Because I know you want to get into them. Well, there's there's I got some notes. All right, so the Orioles released their promotion schedule uh, this year, and I'm a, a little bummed that I'm down in Florida, so I w- can't just mark my calendar for all of these. It's like I'm gonna be marking my calendar to check eBay. <laughs> all right, so they are uh, they announced six Friday fireworks and women of country music nights. I okay. don't care um, about that I at all. I will stay for none of the fireworks. Yeah, me either. I will be out by the 8th inning. 26 giveaways. Five of them are bobbleheads. I love bobbleheads. Um, six rooftop sessions. I don't care about that. That's where they put the musician out on the roof deck before the game. Uh, four t-shirts. 12 kids run the bases. Will you and Silas stay for a kids run the bases? Technically, he's too young for it. Oh, okay. And it's I think it's four to fourteen, and he's and he'll 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 be three during the baseball season. So and I don't yeah he's he would be too slow. He just get destroyed, trampled. So no, there is one giveaway that I'm excited for Silas. Two and there's only one giveaway I'm excited about at all. Actually, all right. this whole thing. Two post game concerts and two jerseys is what they're saying. But we don't know who the Orioles shirts are. We don't know, no. But they never knew know who the Orioles shirts are. They'll they'll release those right. late. We right. know all the bobbleheads. Is that right? We or is know, there one mystery? Bobblehead? We know four of the five bobbleheads. Okay. So we've got a Jim Palmer, a Boog Pal, a Cal Ripken, and an Oriole Bird Hall of Fame. You know, because he just got into the mascot Hall of Fame. So, uh, you know, I'm all for the bobbleheads. So I, I would, like it. Uh, I would like those to display in my new office. We've I got, don't like. I'm okay with them all. I don't like the Jim Palmer bobblehead, and I don't. I don't like the Cal Ripken bobblehead. I'm okay with the rest. Why you don't like them? Uh, uh, looking back. Yeah, no, I don't, it's not that looking back because I'm okay with Book Powell, but I got freaking statues of Cal, of Cal and Ripken Palmer. and Jim Palmer, and That's it just true. feels a little bit goofy, cheap. cheap yeah, yeah, to me to put Cal Ripken Orioles legend. On a stupid little bobblehead, like the Oriole bird. Oh, you're right, because I on the bobblehead. I, I, I don't know. I, I get that because I already have cow bobbleheads. How many times do you have to go to the well? I've got the twenty-one thirty-one bobbleheads. Yeah, and then those, and that's like a classic one, right? Right. That's not like a like. How are you going to replace that? What yeah. what what pose is Cal going to be in that's special? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I can understand that, uh, but I also look at it as everyone loves bobbleheads. We have no players on the team that we can make a bobblehead of. I don't know. Do people get enough bobbleheads? I mean, how many bobbleheads do you need to sit there and bobble before you had enough bobbleheads? I don't really get the obsession. It's just like the statues. They look great on the shelf. No, statues are classy. I don't know you know what? I like, I like. I got five statues. I don't have 50 statues like people with their bobbleheads. I like the pop culture bobbleheads they did in the past. I would like to see, instead of a Jim Palmer and, and Cal, I'd like to see like a Trey Mancini. And whatever a hot TV show is, like a Breaking Bad Trey Mancini. 
like like uh, Gavin Gossman on, on top of a dragon. Yeah, or uh, or the Oriole bird dressed up as the kid from Stranger Things. I liked those. Yeah, or I think they I was, did the WWE one as well. Yeah, they did. I was surprised that, and maybe this would be one of the Orioles T-shirts. There's no like, where's Mike Elias Day? Where's oh, the Mike Elias bobblehead? Right. I'm sure they're gonna fit all that in. And remember, they are gonna still add those special ticketed events. Uh, the one of the jerseys we know is a Brooks Robinson jersey. Yeah, and the other one's gonna be the Maryland jersey, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I would um, assume. I like the Baltimore Elite Giants hat about the old Negro League team. I think that's cool. Something different. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the 50th anniversary of the 1970 World Series, so there's a couple like tote bag giveaways. Yeah, I don't. It's, yeah, well, that's what's that for people that were at the last that a tote bag giveaways for the old people who were at that 1970s World Series. Um, I'm gonna tell Dad you said that. He wasn't. He wasn't born yet. He wasn't born in 1950. I do. All right. 1970. Oh, 1970. You're right. I was thinking 50 years. Yeah. Never mind. Um, all right. Here's my favorite one on on the schedule. Have I mentioned right. your favorite one yet? No, I haven't mentioned my favorite one yet. All right. My favorite one is the Orioles soccer jersey. I oh, like I like a soccer jersey, especially if it has like a nice little collar. Soccer jerseys are bright colored. They're a nice material. They're sometimes like a polo type. I like that. I have a Zambia soccer jersey that I used to wear a bunch, and now uh, Emma has taken it over. So it's now her soccer jersey, but I would like an Oriole soccer jersey. I like that one. Um, new things this year is the beach towel, which I like because it's actually useful, and a travel pillow, which kind of seems like a joke like for the Orioles to give pillows away at their game. Is that really one, a travel pillow? Yeah, yeah. We'll so, all be sleeping by the fifth inning, yeah. Right. All right, so what What did I miss? What is your favorite? Well, at my Emily is so mad that they're giving away another Hawaiian shirt. I don't know how many Hawaiian shirts I can have up right. in my closet that I never wear. And that's Here's, how I feel about it, Let me get another Hawaiian too. shirt that I'm never going to wear. I wear the Hawaiian. I wore the Hawaiian shirt once, maybe twice. It's for away games only. It's what it's for. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have, like, three in my closet. Um but, but no, though, the one I'm most excited about is, and this is the only one I'll mark my calendar for, is July 26th, uh, the WB Mason toy truck. Well, that's, I, I saw that. That's a classic. That's, yeah, that's and, that's, and my son forever. is really into trucks, so that's a practical thing that he would be, he's going to be all about. All right. So, so that one works for your son. Which one are you excited for? None of them. But what about the reusable water bottle? Uh, no. What no. about... I, there, there's none of these where I'm like going to mark my calendar and say I, I'm not going to miss it so I can get that stupid thing. What about it just means longer lines for me to get in the stadium. Well, I noticed that all the numbers are like 20,000 or 15,000, so you're going to have no problem getting this crap. It's true. You can go in any time and get those yeah. things. Um, no, I guess the, the, if I had to choose one, probably the Brooks Robinson jersey. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, that's cool and all but it's uh, i don't know it seems okay again it's one of those like haven't we done this before giveaways well at least that's a i mean there's a 1970 thing i, I mean if you want to it's the 50 year anniversary i don't know how big of a deal you want to make it but at least that's kind of a, a reference to that so but uh i mean i understand why people are gonna be excited about the bobbleheads 
but just doesn't really uh, do it for me all that much. But I'll probably, I mean, I got a bunch of bobbleheads, so I'll probably get some of these bobbleheads. That's fine. I'm more interested in some of the minor league giveaways. Got to get another Scrapple t-shirt from Delmarva. And so I'm going to, I'll wait to see their their promotions. I got to find out when Cowboy Monkey Rodeo is. That Cowboy Monkey Rodeo is going to be shut down and banned at some point. So I got to still enjoy it while, while they still have it. It's fun. Because at, yeah. at some point, they're going to stop it. Right. Peter's going to protest or something. Yeah. I, I just, it's got it. something wrong with the monkey riding around on a dog chasing goats. Like that has to violate some sort of rules. Um, so I'm going to, I'm marking my counter for that one. But right. so tell me when the minor league ones come out. And of course, the joke going around the internet is the real giveaways by the Orioles this year are wins. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I, yeah, I saw a lot of things like that. Like other people are like, how about you put a, a as a promotion, you put a, a, a an actual good baseball team on the field. Yeah. Right, right. Right. How about you give away some contracts? Yeah, but the moves they made with Valeka and Lakins are the types of moves that you want to see us making. Well, there's, um, they just make a ton of sense, right. and it's it's a good sign. Like there shouldn't be room on any major on a forty man roster. No offense to C.V. Wilkerson, but there shouldn't be room for him. You should have enough good players to push him out. So I think it's good when you can push some of these guys out. Yeah, uh, you didn't mention Wade LeBlanc. Yes, this, this pitcher we signed to a minor league deal who actually has a really good shot of getting in the rotation. A lot of people are, are like marking him in as the fourth or fifth starter. I I don't see I anyone don't, who's convinced. marked in there. Huh? I don't see any. I see John Means and Alex Cobb and maybe Wojciechowski marked in there, and that's all I see. I see I four know, and a lot five of people are saying he's a veteran or proven veteran, so he's going to go in that fourth row. I think I don't, I would. I'm very skeptical that LeBlanc will be on the team come opening day. Well, I mean, but we'll see. The reason you're putting Le- people are putting LeBlanc is there is because the competition for f- number four and number five is what? It's him, David Hess, Cole Stewart, Brandon Bailey, who's a Rule 5 guy, Brady Rogers, Keegan Aiken, um, and Michael Rucker, who's another Rule 5 guy. So <laughs> that's not really any – you're going to take two of those people ahead of Wade LeBlanc? Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be interesting, right? Because if you look at the like the non uh, roster spring training invites, even yeah, there's like forty pitchers. There's yeah, I mean, there's a ton of pitchers. Also, sheds light on why maybe Trey Mancini was. Uh, I mean, not Trey Mancini. Why Adley Rushman was brought up? Because someone's got to catch, you know, these hundred pitchers. Right. Right. So I I think it's gonna be it'd be interesting. I think one of the things the Orioles tried to do. The quality is questionable, but they tried to at least increase how many options they had for starting pitcher. And so I think they have more options. Um, And so if someone gets hurt or if someone struggles, they're not going to be forced to put them in there because they have no other options. They're giving themselves options, which I think is good. Yep. And uh, next Monday, I believe, is when pitchers and catchers report. I think we're a week out. February 11th. So I think that's Tuesday. Uh, okay, that's Tuesday. According to Rock, they're they're showing up on Monday. So maybe deadline's right. Tuesday. I don't know. 
Well, maybe, maybe they show up on Monday and actually start stuff yeah, on Tuesday. Maybe, yeah, they probably got to sign in, weigh in, whatever they got to do there. Yeah. I know the NFL, they got to weigh in. I don't know how they – I guess there's still some type of health check in Sarasota. You, I thought the health check was um, to send out a bunch of pictures on Twitter and us comment on who looks fat and who looks skinny. No, no, that's, that's the uh, – right, that's just the start of Rock's summer. Yeah. Here's the, you, think, you think Chris Tillman's still down there uh, fishing in that pond? Yeah, with, with his um, beer belly. Here's the uh, pitchers and catchers report on February 11th. Their first workout is the 12th. The whole squad needs to report by the 16th. And the whole squad's first workout is the 17th. Um, All right. So Tuesday. And then the first game is February 22nd. And that's when I get excited. Tell me when February 22nd. Are they going to fix this, Josh? Can I watch the spring training games? Uh, I haven't seen. I'm guessing you can watch like three of them. How is that? I don't. That blows my mind that I can't watch every spring training game. It's because they want to make it. I don't get this either. Like, get like the minor league baseball where they just do a stationary camera and you can watch it that way. Yeah. Like, just give me something because it's way better than the World Series of Poker reruns that you're playing. Yeah, and more people will watch it. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, yeah, I have not. Let me see what the broadcast schedule is. Josh, you should go down there with your camera, and just videotape all the games, and everyone will stream our page just and so, watch the baseball game. <clears throat> just go and uh, for, just yeah, Facebook, Facebook live. Facebook live. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Oh, this is interesting. Is this February twenty twenty? On, on uh, I just pulled up, and I didn't realize that they gave up the promotional schedule for spring training they put up as well. And you know what this is? It is all the spring training giveaways in Sarasota this year are all leftover giveaways from the Orioles last year. Nice. Are you going to hit up any spring training games, Josh? You know, the home opener, the home opening day is... February 23rd. I'm really tempted to go to Sarasota on that day. It's a Sunday. I'm tempted to make the drive. Yeah. But see if I wait until Wednesday, I can get another Brooks Robinson bobblehead. Or I can get a uh, Hawaiian shirt if I wait till Saturday. But I'm yeah, not well, seeing any um, Masson coverage. So yeah, I think they'll release that later, maybe. I don't think they've released it yet. My guess is it's going to be like... Uh, Every Sunday game or something. Yeah, I Not think much. the Yankees Net- Yes Network plays all their minor league games. They should. It's it seems like really cheap, like TV broadcasting for massive. I don't know why they don't do full spring like, training coverage like every day. Right. Like I get that the Orioles don't want to don't want to spend money. But Masson should, and you would think that yeah, yeah, this is not Orioles. I'm talking about Masson. Right, Masson yeah. You would think Masson would have a camera at Nats Park, a camera at um. Oriole Park and just cover you would think they would do a, a wall-to-wall baseball type show yeah every afternoon down every there. afternoon and do a little even if it's just letting these minor league broadcasters get some experience let your interns well, that's what they do, do it. on the radio right that's what they did on the, on the radio last year yeah they had guys like Steve Molesky who never done before come up and do some radio which I thought was cool and usually more games on the radio which Oh my gosh! If you don't have every game on the radio, like what are you doing? You just get 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 a couple of mics there and I talk think, about. I think last year, I believe last year they they did have every game on the radio, 
But most of them right. was like Steve Molesky talking into his computer. Which is cool. And, which is I was perfectly that. fine with. Yep. Yeah, because they were all – I don't even know if they were all on like WBL, but you could stream them, I remember, on, on the, the app. website. And that's all yeah. I care. I don't even need the Masson website as long as I can stream it on the app. That's all I care yeah. about for audio, for video, whatever. I um, agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they don't take advantage of that. I know we would. But, yeah. but I don't know. We'll see. The, the Ravens have done a pretty good job of kind of taking a lot of like their stuff in-house like that where you can go to BaltimoreRavens.com and like they've got good writers writing on there and they've got people doing podcasts and stuff. I think the Orioles are in a little different situation because of the Masson relationship. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that dynamic is for the Ravens right. or for the. Me the either. But I do know that uh, I would, if I was Masson, I would send all of my cameras to National Spring Training because they share a park with the Astros. They share the same uh, spring training oh, is that facility. True? Yes. And I am sure those guys are going to have some things to say, and reporters are going to have some questions to ask. When all the players are back in in Houston spring training. Yeah, that's true. By the way, I just looked it up. The Orioles um, are inviting twelve non-roster, so those th- these guys aren't even on the forty-man roster. Twelve non-forty-man roster guys to come pitch. Uh, um, which, who are they? You got them. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, just the numbers, right? Because that that does not include all those guys you just mentioned. It right. doesn't include like the Michael Ruckers or the Cole Stewarts or the Cole Salsers or the Asher Rojahowski or the David Hess. It doesn't even include those guys. Or Keegan Aikens, Brandon Bailey. It doesn't include those guys. And this is like on top of on top of that. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's a that's. They are not going to bring in any big names, so it's it's quantity over quality. Yeah, and we'll see how many of these names you recognize, Josh. But the non-roster invitations are Bruce Zimmerman, uh, Rob Zestrzynski. Didn't Bruce Zimmerman play for, like, the Nats or something? No, that's Ryan uh, Zimmerman. That's Ryan Zimmerman. Much better player. Bruce, Bruce Zimmerman actually Bruce had a really Zimmerman, good year at Bowie this, last year. Pitching. All right, I recognize the name. All right, Bruce Zimmerman. Yeah, he's one of the pitching prospects. This guy I've never heard of. Left-handed pitcher Rob Zastrazini. Oh, yeah, he was the tight end for the Patriots. Alex Wells, you mean we've I know heard of him. him? Yeah. That, that, Taylor yeah. Shepard. Don't know him. Brady Rogers. Don't know him. Zach Lothar. I, I know, know that him. name. Eric Hanhold. Don't know that. So Tom many Eshelman. Tom I, I know Eshelman. Tom Eshelman. Yeah, he pitched a little bit last year. Yep. Marcus Deplan. Don't know Hunter that. Hunter Cervenka. No. Ty Block. No him. And then Christian Alvarado. Don't so know those him. are guys that aren't on the 40-man but are still going to get an invitation to, right. to pitch. Well, the Orioles, yeah, they want to see everyone, get everyone a little bit of that big league feel, and they'll cut most of them like the first week of camp, send them over to minor league park, which is somewhere in Sarasota as well, I believe. Yeah, I mean, but there's a reason that they're doing it. I mean, there's not that many outfielders. There's two non-roster invite outfielders, Diaz and Williams. There's 12 pitchers. So clearly they recognize, like, they need to have eyeballs on these guys, if not for right now, for later in the season or, or whenever, because I think it very much is, like, 
open tryouts. You know, they talk a lot about that, that like these are open tryouts for these positions. I don't think there's very many positions that are really that spring training will determine who's in that spot. Like, honestly, I think most spots are already counted for and spring training does not matter. But that's the, the exception being starting pitching. Like, I do think there's jobs open, um, at least one, maybe two jobs open for a starting pitcher, which will be ter- determined by spring training. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's true for any other position. I think most of the other positions are pretty set. Um, but starting pitching, it's freaking open tryouts. Let's go. So, because yep. spring training, I think, is, made, is overblown sometimes because someone has a great spring training. Like, we, everyone knows this, right? If Adley Rushman hits a home run every single time, he's not going to make the opening day roster. Right. I think the same is true of Ryan Mountcastle. Could hit a home run every single time. He's not going to make the opening day roster. He, could so make, most he, of, could make, he has more of a chance than Adley Rushman. Yeah, but I still don't think he will. Yeah, I don't think it matters not. what most of these guys do in spring training. Because I think Michael Elias, manager Hyde, have already made up their mind about most, about almost every position player and most of the pitchers. Right, because this season doesn't matter as far as what's on at the major league team. Yeah, and these guys, and, and listen, I mean, Michael Elias is smart enough to not make a decision based on three weeks of spring training at bats, right? Right, right. That'd be foolish to make like a, your whole decision based just on that. Now, yeah. for. But in some positions, like starting pitching, when you don't have a guy, then then yeah. Open right. Tryouts. And remember, Michael Elias wants to have the worst record in baseball once again. He doesn't well, want the team to improve this season, right? I don't know about the worst record in baseball. Worst five. I would say wants to finish in the bottom blue, five. Blue, in bottom five. Get a top five pick. All right. Uh, Caravan. If you have the worst record. It means that maybe Austin Hayes all year and Ryan Mountcastle all year and maybe John Means has regressed. Like you want some signs of positivity. And with those signs of positivity, you want to also win. Now, in a perfect world, Michael Elias probably wants Ryan Mountcastle, Austin Hayes, John Means, all these young players that have great years and still lose a bunch of games. Right. In a perfect world. Gotcha. That but usually sense. when you play well, you win some games. That makes sense. Uh, before we get out of here, you going to the caravan this weekend? Yeah, I am. You upset there's no Eastern Shore caravan? No, I don't care. Did you see Michael Elias promised one for next year? I saw that. But see, Eastern Shore. Right, I'm, that's going to be, if they go all the way out to Delmarva. Yeah, it's, I'm a half hour from Annapolis. Eastern Shore is pretty, it's pretty big here. When people say Eastern Shore, they often don't mean right over the bridge. Right. Because we can go to freaking Annapolis. So it's probably somewhere, you know, way over there. Cambridge or something. Yeah. Ocean City. All right. But I am going, so I'll report back on my experience uh, in Annapolis at the caravan. All right. You ready to get out of here? Yep. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. Uh, you can tweet at us. You can let us know what your favorite Super Bowl commercial was. You can follow me at Section336. You can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. 
Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.